This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Come on in. Where's that? Where's the juice? What if I told you? that Florida State was playing a top-five team, a team that they scraped by last year by one point on the road, a team that was ranked higher than them. Vegas thought they were better than them. So did the AP poll, five versus R8. What if I told you that that team was tied at halftime, 17-17? <laughs> Tough sledding, right? What if I told you that that team ground an SEC powerhouse, well-coached, deep, better-recruited, Brian Kelly, nerd-ass team into fine Tony Shasheri's Cajun powder and made them quit? That is right. Florida State is here. Florida State is real, and my God, how are you going to defend this offense? Everything, everything that we thought that this team could be, my God, were they in the second half. And that LSU team, no joke, brother. Bounced offense, bounced defense, way better offensive line than I expected, particularly in pass blocking, and it didn't mean shit. They died. They got beaten. They got broken down systematically by the MSU transfer portal depth. Guess what? It was developed, and my God, was it deadly. Nobody, and my God, nobody made a statement in week one like Florida State has in a fortnight or more. They smacked them. They were a little nervy at first, which is the only reason why it was close. But my God, when they settled in, what's you going to do, brother, when number four is coming for your ass? Boys, the group chat was NSFW. <laughs> it was brutal, but my God, I feel like I even undersold it. I may have promised Ingram all of my chicken money tonight, just FYI. And that is a that is a hell of a nest egg. <laughs> Adam, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys go and we'll talk about specifically what happened because this game was a roller coaster of emotions for the first half, and then they pulled the Terry Funk plastic bag and they asphyxiated Ric Flair with it in the second half. My God, what an absolutely brutal domination. Adam, give me your thoughts. Kevin, you're next, but dude, I know I'm glowing and it ain't the rain light. I'm basking. I'm asking hard. Go ahead, Adam. Oh, man. The the group chat was on absolute fire. I am a superstitious, freaking classic football coach. Big time, dude. My heart is racing. Negative, negative, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about winning or blowing people out until that freaking clock hits zero. 
and I, everybody always gives me shit on these things. Is oh, he doesn't have any energy. <laughs> I can't possibly have any energy. I'm a nervous wreck during these football games, so I'm gonna do my best here. Um, that was an absolutely incredible. That I haven't felt like that since Pitt in 2013. Like just watching them go out and absolutely dismantle somebody. The everybody was firing at him for at halftime. Uh, yeah, I want to give you the middle finger right now, but I'm not going to because I'm lying. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to make anybody mad. But yeah, take walk those takes back a little bit. They were a little bit uh, a little hot at the time. You needed to slow your roll. Kevin and I talked a lot about in the um in the first half. It seemed like Jordan was in complete control of the line of scrimmage. He was making a lot of checks. He was moving guys around. It looked like he was swift. He was changing a lot of plays. I, I would love to know. We won't. We won't know. Maybe. Maybe uh, Mike will talk about it, or somebody will talk about it this week or, or tonight. But it seemed like they simplified the offense. They took the reins back over on the sideline, let him make some of the basic checks. You know, for in the second half. In, in the first half, I'm no, with no, no, it no. Even like, before, oh, okay. I would okay. say even before the end of the first half on that last drive, it seemed like they settled things in. They simplified things. They kind of they kind of focused in on what they want to do. Took a little bit of pressure off of him. Let him get his feet kind of settled. And then it was just absolute explosion. Like it was incredible. They went, that, they went to that two back stuff. They put Bless Harrison. Yep. Keandre Jones as well. Yeah, Keandre Jones was, was a Harrison shot. Jones. Yeah, I mean yeah. I'll say be talking and chatting. I don't did they get highlighted in the in the broadcast? Because I don't Bless think Harrison, they did. Keandre Bless Jones. Harrison absolutely played. He, he I, I'm no I can't wait to go back and when we do our film review and watch those guys play because they were they put Jones in there to stop giving up penetration. They were getting penetrated to death. I know yep. kids show, but uh, Jones kind of settled that down. They were able to start moving people with bigger bodies. It seemed like uh, Meach was getting moved around a little bit by Wingo. They were they were just shooting gaps and just absolutely destroying them. They weren't. Mo wasn't able to get back to the three tech on some of their counter stuff. They altered their scheme a little bit. Again, I'm I'm excited to go back and watch what they oh, did a little it's bit gonna be glorious. Yeah, it is gonna be glorious. I mean, bottom line is Keon Coleman is the mother freaking man. That dude changes everything. And then you get Johnny on these bang eight routes, and it's just unstoppable. And then all right, so I need to go back on every bad take I had in the preseason. Lawrence Tolfield, tip the cap, should have put you in my top. Brother, such an effective weapon out of the backfield. Solid. Hard to cover, and when you're focused on everything else, I couldn't he's see that the guy. Man. He's the guy on the fourth down. Yeah. He's the guy on the fourth down that did the damage, yeah. and that was the biggest play of the game. There's so many things, man. Like Preston Daniel blocking his ass off. It, the thing that really stuck with me, I almost put myself in the LSU defender shoes in that third and fourth quarter. What are you gonna do? Every single angle, Keon Coleman, Johnny Wilson, Jaheim Bell, Lawrence Toffoli out of the backfield, Trey Benson when he starts to get a little bit of daylight for his running room. Every single angle, they had them running horizontally, horizontally. They had them, they beat them down. They ground an SEC team that has out-recruited them for, <laughs> God, a decade. They're the deeper, better team. Yeah, it should really have been a worse ass-whooping. I'm not sure I can turn the beer. There's some beer talk. I can't. I'm too freaking superstitious. Your beard's like, fine. I'll, I'll, Don't ever <laughs> touch your face. For the rest of the season until they lose wear these your clothes. Your face and is immaculate. <laughs> it's immaculate. So anyway, but back on my bad takes, like LT should have had you in the top 40. It, it was kind of what he's always been, though. It's He looked, he looked like a better runner. 
He was more effective on some of his counter runs yeah. because they were tight. He's more they decisive. Were squirt, they were squirting through for three or four, and that's that was effective. Then you hit him on the big throw. Um, shout out to Jaheim Bell. He blocked his freaking rear end off tonight. Like you've got to you've got to tip the cap to him. He he came and played like a big boy tight end tonight and showed it. And then and he got rewarded with two touchdowns at the end. He was rewarded punish, with two touchdowns. Punish the LC defender at the end. Yeah. Kevin, I want to hear your take on it. We're going to go through the game. I think chronologically is the best because, my God, that was a ride into the second half to where I don't want to say it because I think LSU is a good team, but that first half was a fluke of Florida State's own making. They are such a better team than them, and it showed. And you know it's a better team with more sample size, with more plays. As the game wore on, Florida State outclassed them. But, Kevin, give me your thoughts on the game. You were a smidge negative in that group chat in the first half. I had to pull you out of it. You talked about duds and lemons and busts. What do you think now? Let's be fair. AB was saying, like, F this team. And I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe our expectations were too high. And you're like, Kevin, you need to chill out. Um, I did. No, I I mean, come on. The story of the game to me was figuring out the run game in the second half. So whether that was putting Bless Harris and Keontae Jones in there or whether that was changing how they ran counter, I, I have a feeling that they probably tried to put less pressure on Maurice, or Maurice Smith to, to reach mm-hmm. a, the three technique. He was struggling getting to Makai Wingo and some of those counter plays, allowing that penetration. You didn't see any of that in the second half. So I think they must must have made some sort of adjustment there. But once they were able to block and able to get at least some consistent run game going, Jordan Travis took over. And Jordan Travis, if you can see here, is him. And um, I I think he's the best player in college football. And in the first half, Jaden Daniels was a better quarterback than Jordan Travis. In the second half, Jordan Travis was the best player in college football. And I don't think you can convince me otherwise. He led an offense that put 45 points up on what's going to be a top 15 defense come season's end, mark my words. The dude is legit. He makes the right reads every time. He throws the ball accurately downfield. Now he's got Keon Coleman to throw it to, who just catches everything, I guess. Um, just an unreal amount of talent around him. And if you're able to run the ball on top of that, I don't, I don't care who you are. I, I think LSU. I think LSU is a legitimate top ten team. You saw it in the first half. They have freaks on that roster that Florida State doesn't have. Mm-hmm. Florida State doesn't have a Makai Wingo that can just blow crap up on the interior. But Florida State doesn't have a weakness that you can just exploit. And I was talking to, I was talking to Bud at halftime about what kind of what was going on, and we were saying we were both kind of saying like. It looked like LSU was kind of handling Florida State in the trenches because they just kind of had more pro bodies. They they were bigger. They looked bigger. They looked more explosive. Yep. And I thought, I mean, I, I don't think Keandre Jones will get the credit that he deserves. I'm sure he made mistakes. I mean, that that's going to happen over the course of a game. But it really seemed like he came in, and we didn't hear from Makai Wingo the rest of the game after that. Um, the penetration just kind of stopped. Some of that I do believe was some of that two back stuff we need to talk about. Again, I'm curious to go back. You just can't see the secondary of these things and what was going on, but it seemed like they were able to balance LSU up and get the look from the secondary rotations with the two-back stuff. So I think that that was obviously a vital part of the game plan. Um, 
Somebody said Derek Russo said that the uh, bless was in in the first quarter. I didn't. I didn't see that. How, how about the Harold Perkins? Somebody made the comment above. He was non-existent. Quiet. A when they rushed him, they absolutely point. smothered him. Yeah, he was a mute. And Frank, where did he like rush Alan mostly? Kelly. Both sides. They put him left side, right side. They bring him off the edges. Uh, he was he was non-existent in the football game. It was kind of wild. Uh, I mean. Did he that's make a, a tackle? Guy, that's I'm an not even sure. Football player. Okay, Derek said, yeah, and I trust Derek. He he he's got a good eye for football. Um, no, he he thought he saw him in the second quarter. So I'll take your word for it, there, Derek. I, my eyes are all over. We got to we got to go back and watch that. But something changed yeah. with the running game. So let's go. Let's let's go back and we'll take it chronologically. Huge game. I don't. It, it, it's tough to think about now because we know, my God, how it ended. But that was a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Huge top eight matchup. Massive implications for a season where Florida State is 100% gone, gone all in on. And a very even matchup of teams. Physical. At some points, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into the refs because we won by three oh, touchdowns. Pathetic. That was uh, absolute. <clears throat> That OPS. I don't have I don't have the vocabulary expansive enough to say without being <laughs> NSFW. Garbage. El trash. Terrible refs, whatever, didn't matter. That's how good we are. But that first half matchup was very interesting. Now, Florida State's defense. I think we can start with the defense. Okay. I don't think they played fantastic, but situationally. The impact of those transfers, Braden Fisk, Mm -hmm. but also the development of like a DJ Lundy, the play before the play before in space, not his finest moment afterwards on that blitz, the aggression, the athletic, like the athletic ability, the physicalness impacted that play. So situationally, Florida State played a good enough defense to keep their elite offense in the game. And I think that's going to be a theme all year Mm -hmm. now. It's crazy because they handled this team, which is the first or second toughest test of their entire season. This, it, this, it, this is it's tough to see where they go from team. here. Absolutely. I mean, I, LSU is so balanced, so well coached, so complete. But we'll talk about the first half. Adam, yeah. I want your I want your thoughts. Why do you think they fell short? They kept it 17 to 17. But there was a lot of executions. As a former coach, do you think it was? Do you think it was emotions? Do you? Yeah, do you think I, I do. I thought they, I thought they pressed. They, they 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 were clearly pressing. I mean, you were getting okay. hits. They were looking to impose their will on LSU early, and it was going against them. They were getting hits out of bounds. I mean, they were trying to play bully, and and ultimately it went in their favor. And they did bully LSU as the game went on. Oh, but it time. looked like they were trying to play bully. They were really pressing. Again, we kind of talked about the offense. Um, it looked like Jordan had a ton of control. They simplified things in the first half and then took off defensively. They got stuffed because of stupid penalties. I mean, guys just making uncharacteristic plays that we've seen them kind of get out of their system over the last couple of years. The miscommunications um, they, were a little bit glaring. Like there was a couple times where it, it was obviously they tightened it up and they tightened the screws. The first but in play, the first, everybody's going to point to. I mean, I, it's not so much the first play. There was a couple times where there was some lost in translation, even on like specifically man coverage. We talked yeah. about it in our group chat. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was a little bit, and, and you got to give LSU. They have a really good offensive coordinator. The motions, Absolutely. everything. They really played to Jaden Daniels' strength. It yeah. doesn't matter when we're that much better than you. You will die eventually. However, they did a nice little job scheming that game. Um, what do you think about the secondary issues? Is something can get cleaned up? I personally do with the improved play of guys like Greedy Vance and Jerry and Jones. I thought that they really asserted themselves. Ventral Cypress had a rough assignment. There was a lot of times where he was on an island against Malik neighbors, and I thought that he really handled himself um, bravely. I thought that he did a good job. That is a tough <laughs> matchup for any. I know I'm trying to think of the right adjective, but dude, competent. Competent they play seem, specifically in the second half. They seem to attack him and, and wanted to go after him. And they oh, were God, able like to get five plays more. in a row at the end of the first half, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, even besides that, I mean, throughout the game, they just seemed to go at him um, and they were able to get some, but you're going to get some and they're going to be willing to give up those plays. Kev kept kind of, Kev kept begging them to kind of start pressing some of these short routes. And I just don't think that that's what they, they want to do. I think they are okay with giving that up, rallying, tackling the football, and then just keep it in front of you. They played a little bit of, I saw some robber stuff. Again, we'll go back. It's so hard to tell on these on these damn um, TV copies what's going on in the secondary. Yeah. They played a ton of man coverage, though, ultimately, which is what they want to do. Um, and, yeah, they, they, they blew a couple assignments. But I, I think in the long run, it was better and cleaner than what we've seen in the past. So, oh God, yeah. Yeah, and that's – that's Yeah. That's a top five wide receiver core in the country. Like, right. they were having to man on all night against the top five wide receiver core in the country, and they weren't getting a lot of safety help because they were rolling down to try to stop Jaden Daniels from getting loose too often. So it's yeah. like, that's a hard freaking assignment. Yeah, they hit I, would, a, they, I wouldn't sell too hard on the secondary. They hit a, they hit a weird run there um, when they went down right before half. Renardo Green's got to stay outside. He can't stick his nose inside. It's a play that they clearly watched the Oklahoma tape. I thought, I thought they went and got a. Um, I thought they went and got a lot of uh, Oklahoma stuff and ran that this yeah. year mm-hmm. against Florida State, which was interesting uh, and not surprised, but interesting for sure. Um, Oklahoma was able to hit him over the top, and and LSU couldn't. And LSU LSU built on that by attacking the backers a lot, Adam, to your point. However, it was something that they were able to clean up either in halftime or maybe playing a little bit cleaner. But I'm I'm with you on that. Um, The secondary. Do you think it was just communication issues? Because I thought that they played a very solid second half. I, I This team, it's trending up, and it's very encouraging. What, what do you think about this defense's outlook for the rest of the season? They, they honestly, I don't know if it's the best offense they played tonight. I think it's the most balanced offense they played tonight. Yeah. And especially, especially with the scheme employed. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of very good scheme stuff that – created a lot of distortion, a lot of noise in that first half, and then it didn't matter in the second half. It seemed it seemed like – and then I'd love to hear Kev kind of talk about the um, game on paper stuff if we can. It seemed like, A, Fuller was way more aggressive than he's been in his time here. For sure. They, they varied the fronts, which Brendan and, and Chris and others have talked about. Like, they, they were going to be more – there was going to be more variety out of this defense. We saw that. Um I thought there was some alignment issues early. 
There was an alignment issue on the big uh, Jaden Daniels run. They seemed to get that corrected. And I thought overall the secondary played really well. It just um, – I, I think there's some eye-discipline stuff that is going to happen in a first game, anxiety, guys wanting to do too much. I think that that's some stuff they're going to clean up. We'll see. Like the the one on uh, Azari Thomas uh, – yeah, on Azari A, that's eye-discipline there. I mean, he's just – he's seeing something else fading off of, off the off – the, uh, off of Brian Thomas, I believe that's who it was. He can't do that, and that's something they've got to clean up. They've got it on tape now. You get you let Sertan get in there, in the room with them, and work on cleaning it up. But somebody asked about who broke the rock. Keon Coleman broke the rock. Um, Good for him, I think, dude. I think my, that's more than deserved. But and the thing is, Kevin, I want you to talk about the defense. What you saw from like the secondary schemes, both offense and defensive. The impact of the transfers that Florida State brought in. And guess what? LSU brought in just as many, just not as good. Integrating them into the team, their impact. Braden Fisk, you you covered his feet and rubbing alcohol set him on fire. That kid is ridiculous. (laughs) Keon Coleman is the... Him and Jaheim Bell, dude, it's, it's unfair. It's literally unfair. You're going to give Mike Norvell, big brain, mega mind offensive guy, those type of dudes on top of the offense that he had last year. The work that Florida State did in the transfer portal, my God, was it and not even just the skill positions. Like, guys, Keandre Jones that we talked about, bless Harris from a couple years ago. He didn't even play last year, and he took it personally. Look at the meme. This team is constructed in such a way I cannot imagine watching it as an opposing fan. So frustrating, multiple, exhausting. Kevin, what did you see from like the secondary perspective, offensive and defensive? And what do you think was the difference in the second half where we took a hammer out and bashed their brains in? Yeah, so they, they put a lot of trust in their secondary, having a one-on-one cover Malik Neighbors, who's one of the best wide receivers in the country. Um, will you will you bring up that uh, yep. game on paper stuff, AB? Yeah, so if you scroll down a little bit, you can see that impact that Braden Fisk, and even I was low on the defensive line, and they proved me wrong. Look at that purple right there. The defensive run stuff rate, 13%. So um, you can see that they were kind of stuffing up the run. 13% of run plays uh, were being stuffed. I guess it's it's fifteen percent. Uh, yeah, for LSU, which is first percentile. So you're taking a an offensive line that's regarded as one of the best offensive lines in the country and stopping them, stuffing them fifteen percent of plays. That's interior defensive line dominating a really good squad, um, and they're doing it with without a ton of help. Um, they they trusted them inside to to win. Braden Fisk is the man. I was low on Josh Farmer. He showed out today. Um, they were doing a lot of stunts to try to keep Jordan, uh, Jaden Daniels contained. You could see a lot of times they were trying to, uh, they would have the in- interior defensive tackles kind of roll outside and the mm-hmm. defensive ends roll inside to try to kind of have more speed towards the middle of the field where they knew that Jaden Daniels would try to take off. Um, I'm not too worried about the secondary. Uh, they played a lot of man coverage against a team that is probably the hardest team to play man coverage against outside of maybe Washington. Um, and they, they did fairly well. And you see, like, 
Okay, so we talk about Adam Fuller playing a light box, playing almost like a bend but don't break kind of offense. And you can see that, why they do that perfectly here. So if you go down to production, you can see that um, LSU had 7.69 yards per play um, compared to FSU 7.74. So you can see like on a yards per play metric, they're very similar. Oh, look at but that if you next roll one, up, baby. Look at that next EPA. one, baby. Yeah, yeah. EPA That's per play good. or EPA total, Florida State is completely outplaying them. So you can – those explosive plays don't necessarily turn into points, and that's what wins football games. Right. I, Kevin, I love it. And I think the thing that made me more encouraged in this team, if you could be by a three-touchdown victory against a legitimate top five, sprinkled with elite athletes all over the field, situationally, even in the first half, I thought they played a lot of outside themselves. They they got a little bit too aggressive with a bitch-ass referee team. My God, I like I said, I don't want to talk about it. Situationally, it's the same thing as the baseball game. You got to know how the umps call in the game, and you got to adjust your play style as such. I don't think they did a great job of that. Even with that, situationally, in the red zone, dialed up the intensity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second half, money downs. Third down, I don't know what the third down percentage was. What was it, like nine of like 13 or something? The conversion rate was disgusting. Dialed up the intensity on the money downs. Third and 12. My The one thing that really stuck out to me, that first drive, they had a first and 25. We're talking NFL blitz number conversion ratings. That's a drive killer, right? An OPI on first down. Not for this team. Chip, chip, chip. Execute, execute, execute. And Jordan Travis with 342 yards passing, four touchdowns through the air, another 38 on the ground, and another one, five total touchdowns, didn't even play his best game. You guys are screwed, dude. This is disgusting. And it's not the Alabamas, the Georgias. It hasn't been built over decades and decades and decades. But, Adam, the skill talent. Mm Mm-hmm. The continuity, mm-hmm. the coaching advantage that very clearly exists over an LSU team that is so competently coached, both offensively and defensively. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but 45 24 against a legit ass LSU team. How can I not, man? Why Hold should on. I back it down? Kev, tell me what EPA is again. You got some people asking. Uh, so EPA is estimated points aver- uh, added. So it takes into account all sorts of things like down distance, yard position, and it assigns a point. So if from one goal line to the other goal line is a touchdown, that is a seven-point play. Yeah. Um, so to give a reference, Jordan Travis by himself accounted for 24 EPA on the game, which is more than LSU scored total. Right. Ooh. Compared to Jaden Daniels at point one one, right? I'm blocking Trey here. I want to. I want. I saw this one too, and it jumped out to me. I agree, but don't you worry when we are giving up all those yards and big plays going up against a team that converts a lot of Redskins scores. I mean, it paid off the night, but I do worry long term this season. Um, you may not see a better offense this season. And that, Adam, that's a top five. Offense. And you just dog whooped it. And Adam, the thing is, I agree. That's that's a very salient. That's a very yeah, good absolutely. point. Yep. But 
when Florida State struggled last year in the trenches, obvious running downs, yep, obvious like obvious situations where the difference in the line of scrimmage made the difference. Florida State could not disguise that. They got whooped. And tonight it was the opposite. You dominated their standard run game. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was non-existent. Their standard run game was non-existent. Uh, And that's a drastic difference from last year. Um, That's the one thing I was worried about. I I said before the game, if if LSU's offensive line can push you around, they have a chance to win, and they didn't. And they're good, Kevin. That's huge. They're really good. good. And I thought they were a very good pass-blocking team. It's a very talented front, a lot of NFL-ready bodies. But, man, the combination of the game plan, the bodies thrown at it, and limiting what you wanted LSU to limit, I that red zone stuff is so promising to me. The communication things, I think, will get worked out. The red zone, when it is time to man up, Put the wheel, put the nuts in a wheelbarrow and sack up and like go to town. They showed up every single time. And my God, the mentality of this team, Adam, as a coach, it's immaculate, dude. They played yeah. a sloppy first half, kept it, kept it tied, and then um, a took balls, a club man. and beat them to death in the second. They got a lot of balls. I mean, there's no other way to put it. They, they've got, they left their nuts hang. And those defensive just, stops. It just is what it is. Huge, I mean, right, they, Kevin? That defense just keeps coming at you. What's that, Kev? You can you can the the balls were displayed on the third and short, fourth and short that they didn't win last mean, year. Think about this team over the past couple of years. Presented balls. They, yeah. they were on the what was it the one or two yard line, and LSU went backwards. That first that 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 DJ Lundy uh, drive there where he finished it with a sack. I mean, multiple fourth down stops. We haven't seen that out of this program in a while. They, they, they're just letting their nuts hang. I mean, they, they've taken on the attitude of their head coach. And we talked to them. We talked to the guy. Yeah. He, he did. pretty much, and I asked him a boatload of questions about, about mentality. And he kept saying the same thing over and over again work, 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 work. Show up every day, be consistent. And that's just what they do. And it's what you saw in this game. We saw them. I, I think I said in the group chat. In the first half, they looked like Florida from two years ago. They were pressing like crazy. They weren't handling the moment very well. And then the more talented, just, but still tight, right? Everything Overthinking just changed. It, yeah. like they, they they realized they figured it out very quickly. We belong here. Not only do we belong here, we're a lot better than you. And they went out and proved it. And, and the fact that you can flip that switch against a legitimate top five, top ten team. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You won by three just, touchdowns as a five-point underdog. Yeah. Against a team that we all saw, talent on every level of the team, they do not have a legitimate hole. Jane Daniels could probably scan the field a little bit better, attack the field, the ball downfield better. However, great, great coaching, catered to his style. You beat their ass. And you beat their ass so significantly that they didn't want to be on the oh. field at the end. Florida fans are Florida fans are besides themselves. They want the portal. Why? Be, they want the portal to be closed down very quickly. Oh, I bet you would. Nerd what a alert! Glorious evening. Oh, this listen, dude, just focus. This on would be the worst time for them to. 
they've got to change that roster fast. This 900 coaches, 100 jersey yeah. numbers. Can we figure, talk about how- you got your own <laughs> shit to figure out? Not our problem. Can we talk about how much they were they ran under center tonight? That was interesting. Yes, yeah, several times. You, yeah. the, okay, Adam, that's a great that's a great point. The formational diversity, the willingness to stick to the running game, which we all thought might have been a detriment in the first half. They switched it up. The options that Mike Norvell has is so impressive. Yeah. And I thought just watching them on a at like a per drive basis the number of formations they got into, it's exhausting, dude. And I can't imagine what it's like to be a defender because you have to account for every angle, every formation, every player, every horizontal movement, every motion. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, they motion them to death. All right, what do Michael, you do, Michael, man? We're going to get into that in the film review. We I mean, will. We need to look at it a lot closer. It seemed like, yeah. it seemed like they... Um, it seemed like they were able to balance the defense out and get the looks that they wanted. That's that's my really quick answer, but I want to watch it some more. And and then that's, yeah. that's a good answer based on how we talked to Mike Norvell. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a matchup based scheme, and there's so many ways with the tools that he has to get up in the matchups that he wants. I think 32 minutes in, I think we'll put a bow on it. Kev, what is your ultimate takeaway? We all went through a roller coaster of emotions in this game which is hard to kind of fathom at the end with how dominant that they were. But what's your, what's your take on this team? You are our expert. You are the guy that studies the competition <laughs> with the fine tooth comb. What do you think of this team, man? You've watched a lot of football on tape. This. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I would not sell on LSU. Honestly, they're probably going to be get, get bad odds moving forward because Vegas is going to look at this game I'd vote high on them uh, if I if I were a better. But Florida State, you saw in the first half what they look like with an average quarterback. So I think Jordan Travis played like an average quarterback in the first half. In the second half, they that's that's what happens when Jordan Travis is Jordan Travis. He's to me, I thought he was he was the best quarter he was the best player I've seen all weekend. Um, in a in a you know a weekend chalk full of football and. When he's on, when the offense is clicking, when you can get three yards of pop run and counter, and when he got he's got Jaheim Bell, Keon Coleman, and his third option is Johnny Wilson. Even on a bad night for Johnny Wilson, you're gonna put forty five points up on a legitimate top fifteen, top twenty defense. So this this is a legit team. This is the kind of thing that shows the country that you're ready to compete for a national championship and mm-hmm. uh yeah. They just dropped it right here in the first game of the season. This is the thing that Georgia did last year to LSU, and you just did it. Yeah, dude. They smacked Oregon around. Adam, let me talk to you. <sighs> yeah. Florida State, a national championship contending team. They Did they look the best out of any team this weekend? First off, I appreciate the L.A. Knight reference there. Okay? That's my guy. That's my guy. Um. Let's see. We'll, we'll go find out. <laughs> I'm not listening, dude. Yeah, three weeks. I, I'm not asking you to project test. the We're week zero. And three. Adam, Adam, hold up, hold the, hold the, all the negative concerns. I'm not being negative. Not just negative. wait a minute. Just wait a minute. The week was zero, and week one games have been played. Who's the most impressive team in the country so far? Florida State. 
with a bullet. Let's go. Let me no talk to you. And, and and Jordan Travis had his had a finally had his Heisman Heisman moment tonight. He had so many five touchdowns. Eviscerated that pull. That pull he made that was oh, insane. Oh, I I will say I will say Adam, I'm gonna let you go. But my God, the um the TV commentary is usually lacking. The yeah. awareness of the play side versus back play side. Go ahead, Adam. As a coach, dude, is that just all JT or what's going on with that? Yeah, what no, that's a thousand percent him. Play? That's a thousand percent him. He's reading the front side and just felt the pressure on his backside and pulled it out the gate. I mean, it's it, that was insanity, insanity. The Jayden crazy Daniels part about doesn't them, do that. No, hell no. They left <laughs> so many yards. I can't wait to look at it. They left so many yards on this field on the field tonight. It's insane. I bet Mike is absolutely pulling his freaking hair out right now about it. Um, how about Jaheim Bell scoring on jet sweep on the goal line? Suck on that, boys. Oh, all the freaking goal line haters out there. Oh, they do why they run it's trick. This is what happens when you got a good player running the freaking play. Boys. A night that portends good things to come. A lot of expectations, a lot of hype, a lot of pressure. The team reacted but responded. Massive. Massive showing against a team that anybody can see from their eyes, LSU. Very, very good. I cannot wait to talk about this team with you people for the rest of the season. God, because it feels so good. I know you felt it. I felt it. Everybody on the Nose 24-7 message board felt it. If you're not subscribed, Jesus Christ, pull yourself together. Do it. Drink a jug of Chattanooga whiskey. Sell your house with the Turner <laughs> Group. Play some college football dynasty on Steve. 95% rating. And my God, stay with us for the ride because, boys, you cleared a big old fat Cajun hurdle. Trey, Trey's it's definitely time. getting ready to go live in a van. But it is her. time. It is time, Matt Foley. To finish the rest of the job. We love you for Adam, for Kevin, for myself. We are going to get into the nitty gritty. Subscribe to the Knowles 24-7 YouTube. Subscribe to the X's and Knowles YouTube. We're going to get into the nitty gritty, but boys, bask in it. Yeah. Nobody looked better than us. And we told you we would. Love Film, you. Review. Film review is going to drop Wednesday. Just for just a little bit of programming notes. Film review is going to drop Wednesday. For all of you that are going to be looking for that, um, and Trey forgot the biggest one. I texted Ingram I? Half, I, I texted yeah. Ingram at halftime and said, "You can have all my money uh, if you guys aren't members." What, what are you waiting on? Please. Oh, guys, you see his car. He can't have any of my.